0: This week we're talking about backpacking and packing light with Matt Payne and you're listening to the Landscape Photography Podcast. This is Nick Page and thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. This week I talked with Matt Payne from F-Stop Collaborate and Listen, another landscape photography podcast that you guys should be subscribed to if you're not already. Matt Payne, the host of the show, is an avid backpacker and mountain climber. In my conversation with him, we talked about packing light with photography gear, things to take, things not to take, and ways to save weight for overnight and backpacking trips. Before we jump into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know that we had a couple spots come available in our winter adventure to Iceland. That's going to be in late 2018. Also, I have just a couple spots left in my Palouse tours. Two of the three tours are sold out and that third tour has like three spots left. So if you're interested in going to either the Palouse or Iceland with me this year, now is the time to jump on those spots and you can always find tutorials and workshops over at nickpagephotography.com. Okay, so let's jump into the conversation I had with Matt Payne about packing light for backpacking overnight trips. Packing and mountain climbing and packing light is not something that I'm very knowledgeable about, but Matt, you are the perfect person to talk to about this. Thanks for coming on the show, dude.
1: Hey, it's uh, it's my pleasure. Um, thanks for coming onto my podcast earlier. <laughs> yeah,
0: no problem. So as I've already mentioned, you are the host of F-Stop Collaborate and Listen, and I have to ask, is that a Vanilla Ice reference?
1: It absolutely is. <laughs> I, I, I wish I could take credit for it. I was trying to come up with a name for the podcast and uh, I was like, I want to use like F-Stop something. And she and my wife was like, how about F-Stop Collaborate and Listen? And I was like, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man, that's kind of <laughs> cheesy. And then like I told a few other people and they're like, yes. <laughs> so it was kind of um, inadvertent, but like the name of the podcast has become kind of like a recurring theme in terms of what i want the podcast to be like collaborating and stuff like that so it's it's worked out pretty well one
0: of the things that i love about your show is you've had like every single good photographer on there you just like are running down the list of all the best photographers and and having them on that's pretty cool
1: i'm trying i've had a few a few people turn me down but uh well well i'll keep working at it
0: <laughs> yeah well they're j- they're jerks and you didn't need them anyway
1: <laughs> it's all it's all good <laughs>
0: Awesome. So one of the things that I know you've mentioned several times on your show and so that I know just from talking to you uh, is that you do a lot of like mountain climbing and backpacking trips. That is something that I really don't ever do. I think anybody that takes one look at me can probably guess why because it's a lot of work. <laughs> so in this show, let's talk about like the whole experience of packing light and what it's like going on a backpacking trip. I know I want to do that.
1: Yeah, um, dude. Well, so I mean, that's kind of how I got into photography. Was um, back in like 2008, you know, actually like 2007. Back in that, back then, all I was doing was like playing World of Warcraft and drinking Pepsi. And <laughs> so, like, I was, I was like, weighing, super in shape. Yeah, dude. And I was like, you know what? Like, I want to take better care of myself. And when I was younger, I used to climb mountains all the time. My dad. And so I was like, I want to get back into that. And so, and I had owned like this really cheap, well, it wasn't cheap, but it was not a great camera back then. It was a Sony DSC 828, uh, eight megapixels. And um, I started taking that with me on all of my mountain climbs. And so like, you know, I was just trying to document all of my climbs. And before I knew it, I had um, almost climbed all the 14ers here in Colorado, which if you don't know, that's like, those are mountains that are over 14,000 feet in height. Oh, Wow and um otherwise known as like really big yeah <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> but there's mo- for the most part um they're pretty accessible for day day trips and day hikes there's a handful of like 10 or 15 of them that uh, require uh some backpacking so or at least to to do them the right way like to really fully experience the wilderness experience like a backpacking mm-hmm. overnight trip is definitely the way to go so, you know, when I was carrying this cheap little camera, that wasn't a big deal. But then, you know, I started to get more and more into landscape photography and it was c- becoming more and more of the focus of why, why I was trying to get out there. And so I bought my first DSLR and went full frame in 2012. And of course, I had like the the Nikon D800 and the 14 to 24, the 24 to 70, the 70 to 200. And it weighed like mm-hmm. 15 pounds. And then my tripod was like this five pound ghetto. Freaking hunk of steel. I mean, it was carbon fiber, but it was heavy as hell. I remember I went on this backpacking trip and um, with a with a buddy of mine who backpacks and climbs a lot. And um, my backpack weighed like 65 pounds, <laughs> and like it was like 15 miles and like 6,000 vertical feet, and I was in good shape, but it almost Destroyed my soul. Like, uh, I was like, I can't do this again. Like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) So, I got really interested in figuring out how to reduce my pack weight. And of course, there's a lot of different ways to do that. Um, We'll touch on the photography gear later, but uh, I was carrying this really big, um, like 70 liter pack. And when you have a bigger pack like that, you're going to find a way to fill it up with Mm -hmm. stuff. Yep. So the first thing I tell people that want to get into backpacking and do it the, I don't want to say do it right, but to do it light <laughs> is carry a smaller pack. So, so I downsized to a, it sounds crazy, but it's a 44 liter pack. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's a, it's much smaller.
0: Is this a bag that's like designed for backpacking or is it a bag that's designed for photography that you're using for backpacking?
1: Yeah. So I actually have tried to go both ways. And um, what I finally, ended up on was um it's an osprey pack it's called a exos um i think it's an exos 45 it's really lightweight it weighs less than two pounds itself my old pack was like seven pounds by itself oh wow (laughs) yeah Yeah. and it's it's pretty durable um but it's really lightweight so i started out with a smaller pack um and then the the next kind of heaviest thing is like your your sleep system so so Mm. i was carrying around like a four or five pound three season two man tent and what I ended up going with was two different uh tents so for my solo hikes I have this really light um and it's not even it wasn't even expensive it was like a hundred and seventy dollar REI one man tent it's a uh I think it's called the single dome um but it's really light like I think it weighs like 1.8 pounds or something super light yeah um, and then I have a two-man tent, which is the REI quarter dome, um, which weighs like three pounds, three and a half pounds. And I don't, I don't carry a footprint. I think that's kind of a waste of money um, and a waste of weight. Mm-hmm. So, so what you do is like you just start going through all your stuff and figuring out what you actually really need. So another example is um, I had this REI first aid kit. Um, it's like a standard hiker first aid kit. And I took all the contents out of it and I pared it down to like just the core essentials, like some band-aids, um, a couple of different, you know, like medications, stuff like maybe a couple of gau- gauze pads. And then instead of putting it all back in the case it came in, which weighs like half a pound or something like that, I just put it in like a ziplock. So like right yeah. there, like I would have a half a pound. And then there's some people that go super extreme, like they cut off the ends of their toothbrushes and (laughs) like they like take off like all the excess nylon from their backpacks and like even like take off like the the brand name label like they go super extreme i'm not that crazy um but uh so then after that like i looked at other parts of my sleep system so um next the next obvious uh thing was sleeping bag so i was carrying around like a, a rei down bag um, that weighed I don't know weighed maybe two pounds and then I ended up getting this um z packs uh, bag which was about I don't know 350 380 dollars but uh it weighs like oh man like less like less than a pound I want to say like it's crazy wow. like yeah um that's the thing
0: about like backpacking stuff is that if there's there's so many different ways that you can go that you kind of it sounds like you can start to kind of collect stuff and add to your kit, you know, and you have like a couple different scenarios. Like I want to go like super light or I need a little bit of extra comfort or warmth because it's going to be super cold. Right.
1: Yeah. And, and it depends on when you yeah. go too. like, um, I don't do a lot of backpacking in the winter or even in the late fall or early spring, just cause of, you know, temperatures and stuff like that. Um, but if I did, I would probably carry a different, sleeping bag and probably a mm-hmm. different tent and stuff like that. So that's going to add weight automatically.
0: What kind of uh sleeping pad are you using?
1: I was using a, um, Oh, what's that brand? Um, big Agnes. It was a Q qu- core. Um, it's pretty lightweight, but then I decided to go with like a really short, um, women's Thermarest pad, which is like, it's like half the length of my body, which sounds kind of stupid and crazy but
0: super comfortable (laughs) yeah but actually
1: it's worked out so like another way to really reduce your pack weight is to have some redundancies in the purposes of your equipment Mm -hmm. so what i do when i bring that pad when i want to go super light and like travel really far is i empty my pack out and I i actually use my backpack as like the the bottom part of my pad so my legs and my feet are using my backpack as a sleeping pad
0: oh okay yeah so i mean it's yeah and i imagine like your legs and your feet are not nearly as picky about how soft it is what they're laying on the most important part are your like shoulders and your hips exa- and obviously exactly
1: that's what i've noticed like i don't get worse sleep um bringing that pad versus bringing a heavier pad some mm-hmm. people prefer to bring a more comfortable pad and that's their prerogative and it i mean i guess it depends on how far you're backpacking and how many days are going to be and how much photo camera equipment you want to bring with you you know we're we're at a disadvantage as landscape photographers because we're automatically bringing five to 15 pounds of extra stuff with us in the field you know
0: so what does the typical like photography kit look like for you when you're doing these
1: yeah so like i said i used to bring like the heavy nikon full frame stuff with me and then about a year and a half ago um, I switched to the Sony a7R2 system, which it's not that much lighter than the Nikon D800, but the, mm-hmm. the lenses and stuff like that are. So I went instead of the 14 to 24, I bring a Zeiss uh, Loxia 21 millimeter prime lens. It's manual focus and it's really light and it's really small too. Like you can, it's tiny, like you can fit it in your pocket. And then I bring a 55 millimeter um, F4. 1.8 uh prime lens which is like super sharp takes amazing photos of the milky way like it's it's a pretty badass little lens and it weighs nothing like you could I don't even know you could like juggle with it it's so light <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice the
1: most expensive juggling ball yeah, ever yeah $1000 lens so you're, you-
0: <laughs> So you're using primes. Do you feel like you're kind of stuck? Like you you don't have the flexibility that you wish you did by having a zoom? Um,
1: Yeah, there's been some moments where I've I've like really wished I had the 14 to 24 with me. Yes. Um, and I. (laughs) (laughs) So the other thing I would say is, so I also got a uh, 70 to 300 uh, lens, which isn't, you know, it's not F2.8, but you know, you're shooting landscapes. That's not really Mm -hmm. that important. I'm not shooting wildlife either. So it's a pretty good telephoto lens and it doesn't it weighs I don't know like a pound and a half versus like the 70 to two that I used to carry is like three pounds or something like that. but uh, since then I've picked up a um, I picked up a Contax Yashiga uh, 35 to 70 um, F34 and um, it's really light and so that's kind of more of a that 35 to 70 range. I was kind of missing that that mm-hmm. from my kit and then i also picked up a sony 12 to 24 which is actually really light also um, so it, probably for me it just depends on where i'm going to hike and where i'm going to go and what i will bring with me
0: it's nice to have that flexibility of a zoom for sure like my typical kit right now i just uh, is usually just two lenses it's like a 16 to 35 and a 70 to 300 yeah. and because i don't use those middle focal lengths too often yeah
1: i was surprised i th- I thought I didn't use them a lot either, but this this past year I found myself like really wanting like that thirty five to fifty five or thirty five to fifty range. And mm-hmm. anyway, so I picked up that Contax Yashika lens, and I'm excited to try it out for some backpacking this year. Um, cool. The other cool thing uh, that I like about having just those two little prime lenses is that they both accept um, the same really tiny um, format high tech um, filter kit. It's like a, um, 67 millimeter filter kit. So it's really tiny. Um, and it hardly weighs anything. Um, and so I've got like four or five filters I bring with me and they're really small and compact and light for, for that purpose as well. So that's nice. Mm -hmm. And then for a tripod, um, several years ago, I picked up a, uh, um, it's a three four four two tournament. That is a really light tripod yeah. for how
0: big it is, and like the the fact that it doesn't have a center column, uh, that thing is a feather. Yeah,
1: I really like it, and I picked up a um, it's a it's called Pro Photo Clam a PQR. It's a, a ball head, hmm. and it's got a um, it's actually got two different um, axes on it. So like you can do panos really easily with it. Um, I really like that ball head and it. And so like the whole tripod kit now weighs less than two pounds also. Long story short, like without um, food and water with all my camera equipment, I pretty much am carrying about 25 pounds. Which Which isn't bad.
0: That's like the standard photography kit a lot of times for some people. You know, people that are not backpacking a lot or don't consider weight, they're using like, you know, big F 2.8, you know, 14 to 24s or like on the Canon side, the 11 to 24, which is just like this big chunk of glass. And then they're carrying a whole bunch of lenses, maybe two camera bodies. And and then like, if you're like me, I've got a giant really right stuff tripod that by itself weighs <laughs> like six pounds. Right. And I can use it for, you know, working on my curls in the morning. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's somebody that doesn't backpack doesn't consider those things and y- you will regret it the first time you head up a mountain with all that crap
1: oh and trust me i've i've done that so like shortly after i went full frame i had a um a really heavy like four or five pound ghetto tripod with like this massive ball head on it you know and i used to i literally uh i kid you not this one time i climbed this um high 13er called uh grizzly peak and there's not a trail, so it's like 100% just bushwhacking straight up the side of this mountain. And um, I don't know exactly what I was thinking, but I carried 14 to 24, 24 to 70, 70 to 200 oh, and, no. and a 300 F4 and I the tripod. You- like, <laughs> and, and I made it like it was like, uh it was like 50 pounds, I think, like stupid um wow yeah transitioning to all the lightweight stuff has really helped me especially you know i'm getting older my legs aren't as strong my you know my knees aren't as you know they're more fragile nowadays Mm -hmm. and so it's just nice having the the freedom to like only carry 25 30 pounds with you and it i don't know like The thing with backpacking, especially here in Colorado, is like the further you can travel in a day, like the more stuff you're going to see and the more stuff you're going to be able to photograph, Mm -hmm. Um, especially because a lot of the terrain is, um, you know, it's steeper. So you're going to you're going to want to have as light of a kit as you possibly can have. And so
0: yeah. And that's the thing is it's kind of a safety thing, too, because when you hike into a place i've experienced this a lot of times like on workshops where i'll hike into a place with a full backpack and i you know i feel like oh man this place is kind of sketchy or whatever and then i take that bag off and i walk around i'm like it's not sketchy what was i thinking because (laughs) like a big heavy backpack just throws your balance off so much that you're like you're constantly on the verge of falling like you're constantly a falling risk just because of the way it throws your weight off but as soon as you have a lighter bag you suddenly feel like a ninja and you're hopping across rocks and stuff. The difference between a 50 pound bag and a 20 pound bag is huge as far as just your mobility and like how safe you're going to be and how much of a falling risk you're going to be.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, especially like on really difficult mountain climbs. So like, I mean, last, this last summer I climbed, a um, I climbed this mountain called Jagged Mountain, which is like, it's probably considered the most challenging, um, mountain in the highest hundred of mountains in colorado and it requires like three there's like three sections of pitched rope climbing that you have to do Mm. and like you know i having just two prime lenses with me like it was no big deal carrying like three or four pounds of camera equipment with me but you know lugging looking around 10 or 15 pounds of camera equipment like that changes things quite a bit
0: yeah for sure what do you do for food and water on your trips
1: yeah so um i haven't quite gone the super far extreme like my buddy who's ultralight has like he uses like he reuses uh propel water bottles and uses a platypus uh, sawyer system which is like ridiculously light i personally just use a camelback and i have a um Katadyn, uh water filter yeah, um so. so like i just you know constantly try to make sure that's filled up and so then you're like for
0: stopping at streams and like filtering out water and stuff
1: yeah, all the time, like uh, cool. several times a day. Yeah, awesome. Because because um, the thing is, you don't want to unless you're gonna unless you're uh, in an area that doesn't have a lot of water. <laughs> like you don't need to carry around a hundred ounces of water constantly, right? Right. So like the less amount of water you can carry at a time, the better, and that helps reduce your pack weight as well because water is freaking heavy.
0: Yeah, um, it's like the heaviest <laughs> thing you'll you carry, and that 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 method works really well in Colorado, maybe not so well in like Death Valley. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, exactly. So it, yeah. it really depends on where you're going to go for sure. Like, um, I did a overnight to Abyss Badlands back in, I think it was like October. And, um, yeah, like I made sure I had to carry in all the water I was going to need. Cause there's literally no water there. So, yeah. Um, it just depends on where you're going to go, but like for high Alpine mountain stuff in Colorado, like I try to only carry, um as little as i possibly can unless i know that like it's going to be a big day of mountain climbing where there's no water um mm-hmm. but otherwise like for days like that like i've had i have a base camp set up so i'm only i'm leaving like tent and sleeping bag and pad and all that stuff behind and then you're only carrying up your water and food and camera equipment for the day cool. um another thing i was going to mention oh you, you asked about food so like i m- normally like um so here's a kind of a Fun little tip: uh, Fritos are actually like super light and like very calorie dense. <laughs> really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, so I like Fritos. Um, obviously, like nutty trail mix is also good. Um, I like um, I like to eat like habanero, like almonds and stuff like that. Um, nice. I usually am carrying like Mountain House meals or Backpacker's Pantry meals. That's kind and of those like are for... like
0: the dehydrated stuff that you'll warm up with some water or something.
1: Yeah, exactly. They're, I mean, in terms of weight savings, it's probably the best way to go. Although my friend, who I backpack with a lot, he just did the Colorado Trail this last summer and like literally all he ate almost every night was like two packets of ramen and a packet of tuna, which <laughs> sounds disgusting to me. So I personally don't think I could do that. But uh, mm-hmm. Mountain House meals and stuff like that, they're pretty super high calorie. You just have to watch it because they like they have a ton of sodium. So like have to just drink a ton of water and mm-hmm. but you know you're exercising like crazy so you kind of do need the salt um and then the other thing i was going to mention about weight savings um which uh helped me a lot was um clothing um i used to carry like fresh pair of underwear fresh pair of pants like a couple three four shirts um nope not anymore <laughs> dude like i only usually have one pair of underwear and it's on me um <laughs> and uh usually like the same uh base layer short sleeve shirt the same base layer long sleeve shirt um a super lightweight uh like puffy um a a lightweight rain jacket like um like outdoor research or something like that you know weighs Mm -hmm. like half a pound at most the only thing i'll bring extras of usually is socks because socks inevitably will get wet
0: yeah and and wet socks just are miserable and they're kind of dangerous because you know if it's cold like, oh for wet sure feet that that's a bad that's a bad situation and you know you didn't you're not there to make friends <laughs> you're not there exactly. to smell like roses oh, you, so yeah. who cares if you, get, you stink
1: you, you get used to smelling pretty bad <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah that's what deodorant's for
1: <laughs> yeah dude um so so that that's a really good way to save weight as well and then like you know there's all these other like extra things that people always try to bring like like a big like swiss army knife type thing like i usually don't carry anything like that i usually will carry all of my food in uh in a it's kind of like rodent proof it's uh, they're called ursac um, mm-hmm. so, I'll, so I have like a parachute rope that I put at the bottom of that, put all my food in there, uh, packaged up in Ziplocs. And then when I get to my destination, I have my parachute rope. I can hang my back, my bat, my food in a tree and it's, uh, doesn't weigh a whole lot. So I'm able to fit cool. all of my stuff in that 45 liter bag. Um, sometimes it's, it's tight, but it's totally doable.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. very cool. So do you have some kind of ICU or something that you're putting your camera gear in?
1: Yeah. So um, I, I bought a f-stop uh, gear uh, ICU. Um, I think mm-hmm. I have the the small pro ICU. Um, if that seems to fit all my filters and my camera and all my, my lenses pretty well, unless I'm bringing like an extra lens or something, then I usually will wrap that up in my puffy. <laughs> <laughs> and then just put that uh, in my pack. But yeah, usually the ICU is all I need.
0: And that's a, that was another thing that I was gonna say, but then I forgot. <laughs> was that uh, another way of saving weight is just like rather than taking all of your f two point eight lenses, like f four, like a sixteen to mil, a sixteen to thirty five f four is a whole lot lighter than a sixteen to thirty five f two point eight. And so if you're really all about needing that focal length, just going with an F4 lens rather than, you know, an F2.8, that that'll save you like almost half the weight right there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Well, it's funny. You don't think it adds up. Like I remember I had a conversation with my friend, Michael Bellino about this a couple of years ago. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm not going to switch camera systems. Like I'll just try to save weight on like better backpacking gear. But like when I started to crunch the numbers, like, it actually makes a pretty big difference, especially if you're willing to go like with a Fuji, you know, XD 2 kit and like two mm-hmm. or three lenses, like your kit's like three or four pounds max and versus 15 if you're carrying all those 2.8 full frame lenses. Like, yep. I mean, you can get by with, um, like you're saying, like a uh, full frame, like a Nikon 70 to 200 F4 instead of an F2.8. I actually got super like anal nerdy and created this crazy spreadsheet and put it actually put it on my website. Um, if you go to my website you can actually find it, it's like Sony gear selection tool. And like, I have this interactive spreadsheet on there that'll tell you the weight of uh, any gear that you pick Canon, Nikon, Sony. Um, it's all full frame. So it, you know, I haven't gotten around to adding like any of the crap frame stuff, but, uh, like you can compare kits and compare weight and even compare cost figure like, okay, if I only need these focal lengths, this is the lenses I want to bring. And this is how much it's going to weigh in total. Like if you're hardcore trying to save as much weight as possible, cause you're going to be backpacking 20 miles a day. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's critical, man. <laughs>
0: And, you know, if you're someone like me that's just getting into it for the first time or whatever, like being smart about the weight is going to be pivotal to enjoying myself. Because, oh, for if sure. I, if I try doing it with like a 70 pound bag, I'll never do it again. Or I might not even survive it to try to do it again. Yeah. Well, uh, it's funny. Like, yeah. what
1: I found is like on these backpacking trips, I was rarely using my 70 to 200, which was like four pounds or whatever, you know? Like, so. I just stopped bringing it cause I was like, it's four pounds. I don't, I'm going to maybe take four shots with it or something. So sometimes it's just figuring out what not to bring, you know?
0: Absolutely. So we've talked a lot about what not to bring and ways of saving weight. Maybe we should mention a few things that like we have to bring, like the pivotal, most important things that are in your bag.
1: I guess this only probably applies if you're a Sony mirrorless shooter, but, um, one of the downfalls of the Sony A7R two, which I heard they fixed in the A7R three, is the battery life is pretty mm-hmm. short. So um, I, what I did is I bought a pretty lightweight um, external battery pack. It's like twenty thousand milliamps um, from Anchor, and um, yep. it's pretty slim too. It's like maybe I don't know, like five inches by one and a half inch total. Like it's pretty, it's pretty small. And I can actually like shoot my photos with that charging the camera while it's shooting. Um, so for me, like that's critical to bring that because um, I also use that to charge my my iPhone because I use my iPhone as my GPS. So um, I have a I've downloaded a program called Gaia GPS, which um, mm-hmm. you can download like all the USGS topo maps onto your phone, and then like turn. Put your phone on uh, airplane mode, and it'll still know exactly where you're, at, where you're at on the map. It'll you can use it to track your route and track your your trip. Um, and like it's it's pretty sick app. And I don't worry about my battery life because yeah. I've got that twenty thousand milliamp battery pack that I bring with me too. So for me, like that's that's super critical for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I recently installed that Gaia app and. I, I haven't had a chance to use it much, but I see how how powerful it would be for when you're going on those trips to be able to track your route, see, you, you know, which direction you need to head to find that particular uh, location you're looking for. Uh, and you can save all of your different uh, uh, locations and stuff. It's a really, really cool. App. Yeah,
1: dude, it's like you can even like, you know, drop a waypoint in or it'll tell you like how far away it is. And it's like for me, for backpacking that I have that with me all the time i'm using it constantly to plan ahead what trips i'm gonna do like it's it's pretty amazing app for sure very cool and then um, the other thing i forgot to mention is um i always bring my jetboil uh stove with me and um, the reason i like my jetboil system is um the fuel canisters can actually fit inside of the um the cooking apparatus uh, the cup and as well as the the stove, so like it's all kind of self-contained, and I can just like stuff that wherever I want in my pack, and it's good to go, and it doesn't weigh a lot, and it Very and cool. it heats your food like freaking instantly. It's awesome.
0: That's awesome. And for those people listening, we'll, we'll put links in the show notes to all the different things that we're mentioning because there's no <laughs> way we'll remember them all. all right. But. But little things like that, that like somebody has actually taken out and tested that saves people so much time because going out and attempting to use something for the first time on your own, not knowing whether it's going to work well or not, that, that sucks because you're out in the middle of nowhere. It's not like you can know this stuff ahead of time. So very valuable information.
1: Yeah. Well, that's exactly the other thing I was going to mention is, um, I always look kind of nerdy doing it, but, uh, I don't care. Um, a long time ago I picked up a, um, it's a low pro, um, chest bag. It's called a top loader. I think it's like AW 55 and it has like a, it has a, uh, a weather, like little weather thing that you can slip over it. And it, it's, Mm -hmm. you wear it on your chest. So it has like, um, this chest harness using nylon that wraps around your back and then attaches to the front of your, the, the front side of you to the bag. And, um, like I always just keep my camera in there with uh, whatever lens I'm using at the time. And so my camera's always ready to go. Um, and it saves me in pack, uh, pack size in my main pack. So um, that's another way to kind of expand... Your ability to carry more in the pack, if if you want, and your camera is always ready to go.
0: Uh, when you're doing these kind of like more strenuous hikes, are you a user of hiking poles, or do you not um, use them?
1: It depends. Like uh, usually for multi-day trips, I do bring hiking poles. If it's just like an overnight trip, uh, I tend not to bring them. And then sometimes it depends on the terrain. Like if there's um if the terrain is super steep, or if there's a lot of stream crossings. For sure, I bring them because you know it helps with balancing, like like walking across logs and shit like that. Like, that's mm-hmm. super important. So usually it just depends on where I'm going, but uh, more often than not I do bring them.
0: Man, well it's been awesome to have you on, dude. Thanks for yeah, coming dude, on. Yeah, dude,
1: it's um it's been fun. Uh, Listen to your podcast too. I just downloaded the Joshua Cripps one the other day. So I'm looking forward to listening to that nice. one. He's Very such a cool. funny dude.
0: Yeah. And he has such a good perspective on things, just life in general. He's, he's got to figure it out. Oh, for sure. <laughs> where can people uh, find your photography and where can people listen to your podcast?
1: Um, all my stuff is on my website, which is uh, Um There's a link in the, right there on the website To the podcast um within that link there's a link to every single episode and the liner notes for the episodes if people are more interested in like the mountain climbing and backpacking stuff i have a i have another website where i post all of my uh trip reports for my mountain climbs and my backpacks um which is called 100summits.com i kind of talk more about some of these kind of tips in there as well and then of course you know twitter facebook instagram all that fun stuff uh matt Payne photo or matt pain photography awesome thanks for coming on dude yeah dude thanks for having me man i really appreciate it a lot dude thank you guys
0: so much for listening and we'll see you next week bye